Welcome to our podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. Join us as these neighbors drop by unannounced for conversations that are fun, relevant, and just downright neighborly. 2020 is burning. They're bringing marshmallows, a desire to talk about it, and their mission to laugh now and again, no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast, Neighbors Don't Knock. I'm Brian Chambers. And I am Philip Goffrey. We want to thank you guys for joining us. This is the podcast where neighbors like myself uh, drop by just to say hi and have some fun, lovely banter, maybe a couple drinks and whatever might come our way. Isn't that right, Phil? Yeah, except for the couple drinks part. Maybe a couple more than a couple drinks. Uh, sometimes we just need, it, sometimes you just have to, but that's what good neighbors are for, right? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, it, it's it's sort of like that whole bit in the Jim Carrey movie, right, where he goes meets up with his neighbor for the beer. What? Um, You're not talking about the Truman Show, are you? I am. Oh, oh, his buddy uh, Marlon that shows up with the beer. That's the one. Marlon's always got a beer. Well, yeah, because they're always calling him. I mean, would you imagine like being Marlon as that cast character and them just on a whim calling you, dude, show up at Truman's with a beer? Well, when you have a pager, right? Because it'd be back then. <laughs> That's right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Well, we got plenty to get into today. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm happy to be here. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm going to say cheers. Cheers, you know, buddy. For that, it's so happy to spend some time with you. And speaking of drinks, it's, you know, we have one of our sponsors that we are just thrilled to have on board with us this season. I mean, who doesn't like a good wine? And if you guys like a good wine, you need to check out Alpazion Wine. A wine made with passion and soul is a great way to bring people together. And that's why we choose Alpacion. Alpacion is an award-winning wine produced in the Uco Valley region of Argentina and can be found in fine restaurants and retail establishments all over the world. Taste the passion today or book a trip to their vineyards and experience their exquisite lodge and glamping tents. Learn more at www.alpacion.com. So, Philip, I, again, appreciate you letting me stop by. Again, not so much unannounced, but I, I just walk in now. It's, it's almost like I live here. Dude, you're doing me the favor by stopping by. Like, <laughs> this is the part of my life that I look forward to, right? I have career. I've got family man. I've got stress, and, and this is sort of the Wait, time. you got stress? No way. Come on. Maybe, I, maybe, maybe a little bit. You know, I... I how can your life be stressful? I come by and your wife is giving you a drink, putting out snacks and food. You're sitting out there. I'm like, I was like, I need this life. She's pretty incredible that way. You know, it's been really interesting because you've had a lot of appliance faux pas. And, and I know all the listeners are, here are like, really? They're going, they're going with appliances? But, but stay with me. Stay with me on this one. I'm just not sure what an appliance faux pas is, <laughs> right? Is I, that like when the dishwasher shows up, but it's really the dryer? Like, how does that work? It's the real reason Transformers was made. <laughs> For appliance faux pas? <laughs> appliance faux pas. That's right. It's Op exactly right. Optimus Prime is like, you don't understand. <laughs> well, the all right. Decepticons have brought their faux pas. Like, how, how does that play? If, if Optimus Prime was an appliance, which appliance would he be? Because he'd be king of the appliances, right? So what, what would you consider king of the appliances? Well, I mean, the Instapot. The Instapot. <laughs> Optimus Prime would be the Instapot. I swore you were going to go wine fridge, but then I, for a minute I was like, you might go, I thought you would actually go refrigerator. I mean, I figured that would be the most important appliance. Or, or I guess in Texas, AC. 
cold food doesn't matter if you can't cook it and you can't cook it fast. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I think Optimus Prime would be the Instapot. With, with the air popping attachment. But let's get deep into this whole 80s cartoon uh, Transformer deal. So, all right, the guy who was the Walkman, right? Yeah, with the tape that became yeah. the tiger or, yeah, the, yeah. or, or the, the dog. Or the, or the pterodactyl, or right? Yeah. That dude, to me, was by far, like, the most powerful Decepticon because he would just, like, be sneaking off in the shadows and all of a sudden he would, like, launch this thing from his belly you're, that would go, you're like... crazy. You're, you're, you're not going to say Megatron was the most powerful... Megatron got his lily ass whooped every single episode. Definitely not. He had he, no... He had no help and not, i'm not saying i'm a for i'm a pro decepticon person dude even was, though that's what it sounds like but it I'm was megatron saying, megatron it was megatron or whatever that mig that kept getting shot down with the scratchy voice megatron oh sky like, skyscream yeah that guy starscream 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 that was, that was it yeah yeah. yeah 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 otherwise known as like my bitch right? yeah like, but the, Decep the decepticons always had the cool like they could transform into to shit that could fly and everything and then you got all the the you know the well, autobots they, that were like uh i'll be a bug you know, yeah. I'll be a, I'm, an, I'm, I'm, a an, I'm an ambulance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that's exactly. nice. Exactly. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, and it was so lame they had to become dinosaurs. But, but exactly. Here's what blew my mind. Right. So you had the tape recorder guy, the Walkman guy, who would like open his chest and a fucking pterodactyl would come out and it would like go take video and then it would attack little Autobots and like always get away. By the way, the damn dog and the pterodactyl always got away. Big fucking gun never got away, right? Megatron never had a chance. Pterodactyl just flies away. It's fine. <laughs> well, if you guys don't have Transformers for appliances, you should really get some. It'll make your life a lot more interesting. Well, or if you don't have an Instapot, you should get one of those. Yeah, exactly. But in the Instapot right now in my house is the one thing that's going strong. We've had, like, we use that sucker all the time. But we have had... Oh, have, you, have, you, have you had some appliance faux pas? I have had a couple of appliance faux pas, actually. Thank you, Captain Dick. <laughs> but you know what? You shouldn't laugh because I know you've had a couple of faux pas yourself, <laughs> to be honest. And I'll, I'll let you, I'm going to get into those in just a second because I think yours actually were worse than mine. But we've had, okay, so we live in an apartment, but we've had the same washer and dryer for like 10 years or over 10 years, really, right? And so, all of a sudden, they're trying to. They come in and they're they're trying to figure out what's wrong with it, and they're just telling me, "See, it works." And they turn it on for like thirty seconds. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, "That can't tell if it works or not." I was like, "Because it did half a load of laundry and then shut down." So, how can you tell in ten seconds that it's working? You know. And so finally, they we I have to leave. So I'm just like, "That we're never getting a new washer, right?" And then I get, I see a note when I come home saying, you guys have been granted a new washer. I'm like, oh, we've been granted a new washer and dryer. It actually said granted? I, I may have fudged that, but it felt like we were just given like a <laughs> gift, right? It really just felt like we were given a gift. And so- You are worthy. <laughs> that's right. We've been there long enough. You guys can have it. So I was, I was not home and my wife sends me a text with a picture of this thing. It is huge. It's it's a it's like twice the size of the washer and dryer we have, and I'm just like, oh, well, they've changed a lot in ten years, Brian. Oh yeah, yeah apparently so. It's like a smart washer and dryer. So Technology like we're we're having evolved. to like figure out like you know what all the buttons do and everything you know because the other one was just a turn, crank, and and go. Um, right. So here's the deal. So one washes, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One just spins, and the rest of them lie to you. Oh, that's I thought, what the buttons I thought they, all mean. I thought they all spin. 
No, not all of them spin. Some of them kind of like just shake, shake back and forth, just, like just a, penguin it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just this little, they, they little, shimmy little, <laughs> little penguin shimmy. You know, <laughs> get at it. Um, but no, seriously, I'm convinced that all the buttons on modern washer and dryers just lie to you, right? They're like, oh yeah, um, heavy duty. So far, well, so regular. far so good though. So far as so we've we've had to do some laundry, but I mean, it's I don't care right now because it's better than having a full load of laundry in there with it filled up with water and just not going anywhere. So it was driving it was driving me nuts. And the only thing is, is like our little wine fridge, the little board started giving out too. And the only reason I bring this up is because my wife goes, oh. Philips appliances have given ours cancer. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's not a faux pas; it's a curse. <laughs> that was it. Sorry, she didn't say cancer. She said it was a curse. It was curse. So you've whatever you yours were sick with, have now in, it's spreading. It's spreading. It's infecting our appliances. So we need to stop that because your appliances. You had some pretty big ones too, actually. Yeah, yeah. We lost. Well, we lost one wine cooler, just like you. Um, we lost a fridge. And, that, and that's that's a huge one. It's a big one. That's a big one. And then we we lost a dishwasher, and this is all in the span of less than two and a half months. Oh, that's just a nightmare. It was a nightmare. We had we had the dishwasher like flooded out our kitchen, and it was dripping down to the guest room. <laughs> that's we could have a rain room. I like the a, rain a, room, a, like idea. a natural rain room. We just got to change from carpet. To I'll just you know we have a new dishwasher. I'll just go up there and loosen up that nut. <laughs> let it let right? it come in. Just let it drip 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 down. I'd like to be able to do a little what is it a flash dance move while I'm <laughs> while I'm recording. You know, let that, my that is a terrifying thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, yeah, it's been a really really rough um, summer with appliances. But I, I you know I hate to complain about like mundane. First world problems. First world problems. Yeah, exactly. Right? Right. But we did lose. We did lose every single bottle of wine that we had in our wine cooler. We, in some of which we've been saving since our our wedding. Right. That, so, that, that's tragedy, right there. Yeah, it sucked. We had a we had a bottle of wine that was gifted to us when we got married, and we're coming up on our ten year anniversary uh, next month. And our ten year was when we we're going to open that bottle. So that was destroyed, which is which is really really a bummer. You didn't want to like still save it and then open it anyway, just to. No, that Just was one of the ones at the the wine fridge. So when the wine fridge blew up, the compressor and the condenser both ramped up like to you eleven. S- now wait, you say blow up like there was like smoke and stuff like it like well we smelled like smoke. an actual explosion. We smelled smoke when we got home, but we didn't find any evidence of an actual fire or explosion. We were in Florida. Oh um, shit, I'm not interested anymore. I, w- I was I was <laughs> all I was all in when you were like when you said explosion. Well, hang on, I'll get your attention back. So <laughs> so. Whatever happened inside the damn thing was so violent that it boiled some of our wine, literally, to the point where the wine had bubbled up around the corks and the corks were pushed out of the bottle, like, if not all the way, then like three quarters of the way, Mm -hmm. with all this sort of like gummy, crusty wine residue all over the place. So one of those bottles was our, our... wedding bottle we were gifted which was well, really i'm sorry to hear that that, that makes me sad for you um especially because that's a, that's a big milestone to you know to have that that bottle ruined but yeah so but, then we lose our fridge but at the same time wouldn't it have been awesome if all of a sudden it was like like a war zone with like the corks like flying you know, like someone opened open your wine fridge and all of a sudden corks just started shooting out <laughs> I, I i'm picturing like a great movie set up with that i had not thought of that um, <laughs> You're like I would prefer I, not to be blinded by. <laughs> oh, I, had, I had I had not thought of that, Brian. <laughs> to, to be honest, it's been one of those days. Yeah, 
thinking about it though, right now, I'm, I'm trying to picture this. Yes, that kind of would have been awesome. <laughs> like Indiana Jones and diving over the diving over the couch or something. Get down, yeah. Chloe, save yourself. <laughs> The the problem, the problem with that is I I can never hear the 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 exclamation get down without Schwarzenegger. I get down. Get down. Like a, it's all it's the only thing I can hear. But and it, it's, it's following me like get in the chopper. But right? that's you you have to then see exactly. So the next time there's a crisis, that's what you have to do. Get down. Get down. <laughs> we must get out of here. <laughs> So when I was uh, when I was in Florida visiting on that same trip where the wine fridge blew up, my father got it in his head that my daughter, who is seven years old, would love Kindergarten Cop. Right? Oh, great movie! Yeah, and and he remembers it as a kids movie, right? Unfortunately, not so much. It's more like a tween movie, right? So poor Chloe, we get about it is is it? It is, is no, it? Really, yeah, no, pretty, it is. It is not seven-year-old It's pretty borderline adult than tween, right? Yeah, well, yeah, even that, right? Like, like, yeah. So, so we sit down to watch this movie, and, and Chloe gets, I don't know, maybe five minutes into the opening scene, which is Schwarzenegger like hunting down this bad guy who's murdering somebody. Wait, which hold on, side note, because I'm going to interrupt you on purpose right now. It, it's it's one of my favorite parts. It's one of my favorite parts. I'll try not to be long-winded with this because you know me, I can be. But like when he goes up, and I know what you're talking about at the beginning, and he goes into like the crack house or whatever the you know, and you know he pumps the shotgun and blows the freaking couch, and the guy goes shit and moves. Yeah. And that's like at the beginning. I'm like, I was like, oh, he's the kindergarten teacher. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, it so, opens up a little dramatically. So, but um, anyway, but my favorite part. But back to your story. Yeah. So Chloe goes like running off. She's like, Dad, I can't watch this. I'm like, No, it's okay, honey. You go watch like you know. Fucking Fraggle Rock or something like just just go. <laughs> did you say go find Dora the Explorer? Crackle Rock or Fraggle? Rock? Fraggle. Okay. Because <laughs> I although I in just fairness, said, I said Crack House, and so I thought that right. might have triggered that. Looking back on Fraggle Rock, um, that was a really disturbing like pro communist show when it was out. It could have been Crackle Rock for all I know. It could have been. I mean, yeah. you got doozers like Smokey cares the way. Well, I mean, they're like <laughs> chomping on those little like crystals, right. man. Like working's <laughs> for another day. <laughs> Yeah, they'd be all messed up. Man, we no, could have ruled the eighties if we just born in that. We could have ruled the eighties. So, so when Schwarzenegger in Kindergarten Cop delivers that famous, famous, you know, line, it's not the tumor. That whole thing, right? My eldest brother and I have this common affliction um, that we share. Anytime we hear somebody bring up tuna in conversation. We have no choice but to instinctually reply with, it's not the tuna. And we can't, we can't help it. It's so bad, right? It's the worst dad joke about that movie ever. And it, I'm not kidding. It is an absolute uh, unchangeable response to a given stimulus. It is instinct. That is what it is. Humans have instinct. I found it. It's that. It's somebody says tuna. It's not the tuna. I'm, I'm going to test that theory. I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm literally, that's going to be my new thing now. I'm going to walk around. If we ever go out somewhere, I'm just going to throw the word tuna in there just somewhere. Just to see who does just, it. Just to see who does it. We're, we're just going to leave that out there. I'm just going to leave it hanging. People will do it, right? If you go out and you're like, tuna, it's not the tuna. I guarantee it. <laughs> well, all right. I'm going to pose this question out to our listeners. If you, is there a word or a, a quote in a movie that you, Always hear when you hear a certain word, a trigger word. We'll call it a trigger word. 
<laughs> that you hear that you just have to quote because I think everyone's got them. I, w- I want to hear it. Let us know. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Let us let us know. I, I would be so curious to hear what different people hear or like it. What word triggers a certain certain movie? I think so moment. much of it will be Schwarzenegger. I really do. Right? You hear someone get down, get down, get down. I will say the one that for that it's funny that you say it's not a Tuma uh, line, but the one for me is every time I look at him. Even when he was governor, I would see him do a, you know, watch him on TV or something. You know, I would just sit there and in my head, distinctly, it would just be like, who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, it's so wrong. Because <laughs> you think about it, he's asking a bunch of kindergarten kids, who is your daddy and what does he do? And he's like got so a notebook. Fucking bad. <laughs> he's had so many bad one-liners that it's almost... Um, you could almost make an entire reel of it. I'm sure they have. I'm sure there's YouTube reels of like all oh, of this. someone's got time on their hands. But <laughs> every time I saw him as when he was governor, right, I did, I lost it. Right, he'd get up, people of California. I'd be like, I'm, I'm done. I'm just crying, laughing. <laughs> he can't even. He can't even address the people of his state. The Californians. The Californians. People of California. <laughs> Although speaking of governors, and you brought this up to me today, I, I thought this was. I, I wanted to kind of shine some light on this one. This was a kind of a big deal that the governor of our state of Texas is has now allowed 75% capacities for restaurants now during this yeah, time. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And and evidently, we are completely past having any sort of, like, true logic to any of this stuff, right? So before, we had phases, right? Oh, we get to this, we have phase one, this phase two, phase three of the reopening process of Texas. And then all of a sudden, we had this big explosion of cases in, in particular, where we are, right, in Houston and Harris County. Oh, yeah. One of the things that Abbott did was, oh, bars can no longer be open. Boom. They're all shut down statewide. Which, which we understand why that was implemented. Sure. Sure. And we all you get know, that. 100 people elbow to elbow, shoulder to shoulder. I get it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, but again, according to in what you were talking about earlier um, before we started the podcast, you had mentioned that, which I totally agree with, and it didn't even click to me until you said it, that he's allowing restaurants, uh, restaurant bars to be able to to be to be right. or the or the restaurant itself, including the bar, be up to seventy five percent capacity, but just bars in general that don't serve any food cannot be open at all. Right, and I find that personally completely absurd. I, I'm w- I'm with you on that one. I I'm a little irritated. I like hearing I think, that news. I think you should be right. I mean, there are people out there that own these bars that are completely willing to be compliant with whatever restrictions are put upon them. Just give them a chance. There are. So many different restaurants just in our neighborhood where you and I live that have big, very bustling bars, and they are packed right now. Let's, let's, let's not like beat around the bush. They oh, are yeah, absolutely they, they are. packed. People are in there. They're at the bar. They're leaning on each other, and they're getting away with it because they're a restaurant. And no matter how you feel about the restrictions for COVID and keeping people safe and all of that, there is no way that I can accept an argument that that is acceptable from a law standpoint, but you have turned to the guy that only sells alcohol and say, no, no matter what you're willing to do to keep your patrons safe, you are not allowed to open. That to me is, is just a way, way um, scary example of government overreach. I, I'm really not a fan. No, and, and as many are in the same boat um, and feeling the same way, um, I, I'm one of them. I absolutely 
can't stand that. I mean, you, and for most people, getting out and, and doing something or, or getting away from, you know, quarantine and COVID, I, I get it. I understand wanting to be safe and, and wanting to restrict and things like that. I'm at loss for words. That, that's, that's all I can say. That we need, that needs to be changed right now. They need to quit overreaching, as you would say. I absolutely agree with that. And, and we need to make this at least, at least let them open their doors to, God forbid, even 10%. Yeah. 20%. I mean, anything. Absolutely. And look, you know what? People need jobs right now. If you're worried about policing it, great. Come up with a task force. People go door to door to these bars, restaurants, figure out they're in compliance. Go for it. Hire some people, right? People are out of work. Let's go. But we just want you guys to support small businesses. If you agree, let us know your opinion. I mean, we think that this, this needs to change. And so hopefully... This is something that will change soon. Yeah, light it up. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. Uh, but jumping back a little bit, you know, okay, so we, t- we were talking about your wine fridge exploded, sent your house into World War II, right? <laughs> yeah, so, the attack of the, of the flying corks. The, the flying corks. It's kind of like the, like the, it sounds like the flying monkeys from the Wizard of Oz. Like it the does, doesn't it? <laughs> like they just, and honestly, how, like, I have no problem with that. If I came home and there were flying monkeys trying to attack me in my house, I'm like, this is a great day. <laughs> like, fuck it down. Get down. But this Get is down. amazing, right? Flying cork? Sure. It's like, it's like I, pew, pew. That's what I want to hear when I come home, right? I want to be is, under is, attack. Is that, your, is that your fire sound? Is that what you made when yeah, you were pew, a kid? Pew, pew, yeah, pew, pew, Of course pew. I do. It, it, it beats the alternative, right? It beats the alternative like, how was your day? <laughs> That's true. Right? I don't want to hear that. I want to hear like, um, pew, pew. <laughs> like, that's what I want to hear. Fair enough. I'd like to come home. and Get in the chopper, right? That's I miss the days of being able to like build a fort out of my, uh, you know, couch cushions and things like that. Can you imagine what my wife would do if I can't, if she came home and I had built a fort with like boxes and something? She would just shake her head and leave. That's, that's pretty much why. I right, mean, she'd that's pro- how that would happen. She'd, she'd be like, what? Wait, no, the no, bar, the no. bars aren't open. Where the hell do yeah, I go? She would just shake her head and, <laughs> and fucking leave. Um, my, my daughter started building forts recently. That's awesome. Every kid it's should. It's so great, right? It's so great. My wife did not grow up building forts. So she doesn't have a clue what it is. She's like, why the hell are well, you she taking has apart my I- house? She has an idea, but this is a very, um, I don't know if it's an American thing, but there is definitely a cultural divide with this concept of kids should just build forts, right? And again, I find this, going back to the instinct conversation, I actually find this instinctual. We like to be safe. We like to build caves. We like to you know, be surrounded by tight-knit walls, one exit, one entrance is, is built into us. And, and I think that the kids' desire to build forts actually shows that. Snow forts, right? Um, pillow forts, whatever it is. We always like to have this sort of like, I don't know, like, like swaddling thing around us as young people. For whatever reason, in, in Mother Russia, my, uh, my wife did not get to experience the joy of building forts. I guess her parents were like... It was outlawed. Totally, right? It's big. It is against state law to build fort. <laughs> Boris but, has uh, spoken. Lenska, you will not build fort. <laughs> you will do homework and learn math and become engineer for a plane that will fall out the sky. <laughs> and then we'll pour vodka for the yeah, rest of I'm us. I'm in so much trouble, by the way, for doing that voice. But <laughs> it, was really good. it was good. Yeah. It was good. Duh. Duh. <laughs> That's okay. She'll she'll shank you like a real Russian mafia. Niet. Russians do not shank. We stab looking you in the eye. <laughs> Fair enough. And we do not need to use prison shiv. We use fingers <laughs> with sharpened fingernail. Duh? Ah, yeah, I like yeah. that. That's, it's uh, like a scene from it's, Indiana it's like, Jones, it's right? Like like a, it's like dying like a true adult. 
Totally. I mean, yeah. well, well, come on. Like, 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 look at me. Don't do it in the back. Look, make no mistake, right? The the fucking Klingons in Star Trek were, were a whole attack on Russians and their whole, like, it is a good day to die. I mean, this, this, this all comes from, from all of that, right? So, so as well as their propensity for drinking extremely uh, potent alcohol. Which I respect. So, <laughs> as as you should. Which, why? Why which wouldn't I respect, you? Yeah. Wouldn't you? Cheers. Which oh. I can relate to. <laughs> but no. So my daughter started building these forts, and uh, and my wife like shut it down. Right? She comes in. She's like, no, 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 no. This is not good. The living room's a mess. We have company coming over. Shut it down. And my daughter hasn't built a fort in weeks, and I'm worried. Right? So I'm trying to figure out a way. Russia has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> Duh, um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way that it, with the limited number of cushions that I have in the house, because in fairness, we don't have a very good um, setup for fort building, right? Like we don't have the old 1970s, 1980s long sofa thing. That, like with Ellen like had. three cushions in the yeah, back. Yeah, and cool, the back you usually have up. two and you can like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. totally. Right. So now we're dealing with maybe like two seats, two backrests and you're done and maybe like a decorative. So you have like a, a, a large support beam. That's about it. Yeah, I mean you've got you've got well, or the walls with no roof. Like you have you've got something. <laughs> shit, but if you're if it shit rains, you're work. out of luck, man. That- shit doesn't work, right? <laughs> but my daughter is so used to me being able to kind of like, kind of cobble things together in the garage. You know, we'll throw things together. I, I love tinkering. I love turning bolts. So I've got to find a way to give her a fort day. And I haven't quite figured out how to do this yet. Like, should I collect the neighbors' pillows and put them all in a big stack in the in the corner of the room? You, or like- you can get boxes though. Yeah, but she's not a cat, Brian. I mean, like, <laughs> well, you you just like, you just oh here, like, play with this, honey. <laughs> you know? Well, all right. So, That's really, cute. a big difference between between a a, a box and a, a a sofa cushion. You're making a box out of it, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm dying right now. It's like, just buy a lot of things on Amazon. <laughs> She'll be fine. Exactly. Have them delivered all in the same day. Well, well, okay. So you can, or at least, even if you have limited cushions. Get the boxes and like you can use a little like cut them up or whatever, so she can use like little roof pieces. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Here's a question. You just sound like Leo gets. Okay, 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 okay. okay, okay. All right, here's a question. <laughs> so, assuming that you come home and your appliances has have not like risen up against you, right? What's that movie from the '80s where all the cars come to life and like rise up against the people and? I'll look that up. But so your your appliances, they have not risen up against you. Everything is is going smoothly. Okay. Your your daily as, routine. As, as my life always does. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> as it always does. It, it's a Tuesday that never happens. And your <laughs> exactly. life is going smoothly. How do you divvy up? I'm curious how, how different people in relationships and marriages do this. How do you divvy up the chores? Like is it is it is it very clean cut? Do you both know exactly what you do and don't do, or is it sort of like, oh, I'll vacuum today, I'll dust today? You have a cleaning lady. Like, how how does that work? Well, I can I can speak on my behalf. There, we we know we know exactly what we do with chores. I, I mean, it's it, but it was it's never it was never established until. Maybe it was like year three or something into the marriage or something when you just kind of realize that oh I I do this. <laughs> so it's not like this the naval. It's not like the naval ship where you've got like the schedule of the day written no, out it, to the wall. No, we're not. We're not that anal. You know, even though I and then my my wife is very organized with with a lot of stuff, but it, there's never been like a list and you know 
orders that have dropped down. But I will say there are very specific things that I do, and she knows that I do, and there are very specific things that, that she does. Part of it is because I'm not good at those things. <laughs> Part of it or most of it? Uh, there's gray area. There, yeah. There's gray area. Like, okay, like the laundry, right? So so my wife is, we have a laundry day on the weekend, you know, so we do stuff. But it's just the two of us, so we can do that, right? I know larger families, that they, they can't do that all the time. But she's the one that likes to do the laundry. Because, I mean, she has delicates and a lot of work. We both have workout clothes and things like that, but she's very good about all that stuff. I turned one towel pink and I get banned from doing the laundry. So my, I, I can relate to that actually. Yeah. But you have to think, did I do it on purpose? So I would never do the laundry. See, now you're thinking, Ooh, he's a genius. You're trying <laughs> to sleep on my couch permanently. Aren't you? Like you are literally trying to make sure that you crash here most nights. You know, it, it's like, well, what did my wife use to say to me? Yeah, just keep digging or something. And I go, I'm, I'm just going to look for an alternate route. So I just keep digging. <laughs> no, but but seriously, we, we, have, we have a pretty defined list of what I take care of. I, I typically take care of the dishes. And part of that's also because I like a really clean kitchen. Not that my wife doesn't, but like if I'm going to cook, I want things to be clean first before like getting into anything. Well, I am anal retentive, so I can relate to that. So that's kind of my thing. I, you know, because of our schedules and things like that, and I'd clean like the toilets and all the, I, I take care of the most of the gross tasks, right? You know, because if not, I don't know if it would get done. But I, but I do like the floors and <laughs> I do like, you know, I, I change the sheets and stuff on the bed. And, and that's usually because I, my time frame is for work is just different from hers. So like, I know she comes home late later and doesn't have a lot of time during the day. So it's kind of crazy to make, to think that she's going to have time to do anything like that. And, and it works for us. You know, we, we just, it's kind of an unknown. It's not like listed. So I, but I'm curious how you work because you guys are a little bit different from us, at least personality wise, um, with your, with how you guys do chores, I, I've kind of noticed, and you have a little one. Yeah. So it, actually it, it's sort of similar to what you're describing, right? There are things that over time have just evolved to become each of our chores. There's some things that we, uh, we kind of go back and forth on, like we go back and forth a little bit on, on vacuuming and dusting. We don't currently have anybody who will come and clean house, right? So, so we do all of that. Um, we've been doing that for years. I don't think we've dusted in, in a while, and I think cause neither of us want to do it. Dusting's brutal. It's, it's, it's really bad. Dusting's bad. Luckily, my daughter's good at it, so that helps a little bit. Oh, oh so you have a little sweatshop yeah, going we have, on Yeah, here. we have a little. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, she's actually going to apply to Foxconn and make iPhone parts um, in a couple so, months. So that's a typical play date then. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, come over. Here's your mop. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how convenient. We have two Swiffers. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Don't forget the spray. You don't spray with a Swiffer. You Swift. I mean, you don't have one of the spray Swiffers? Oh, you're crazy. No, the mop we do. The mop oh, the mop. Oh, okay. But the, the dusters. Oh, the you're talking about dusters. the, oh, you're talking yeah, about the, like, yeah, the fans. The, the telescoping. Man, uh, slave driver over there. Like, there. it's like, if you can't reach, you better get a step stool, right? Is that, is that what yeah, you're Yeah, but telling? those things are creepy, right? <laughs> those things are actually proof that we're living in some kind of a simulation of the matrix. Because you take one of those fucking things out, you stick it on a little yellow wand, you extend it, you hold it, like, next to your ceiling fan, and dust just jumps off your fan and sticks to the yellow little fuzzy naval thing you've maybe, got up there maybe i'm not doing it right it's, it's it, it tends to rain on me doesn't happen that way that. in your world in my world is moves over maybe i'm not amazing. using the right tool maybe i'm a warlock oh, i have no story idea. of but, my story of my life 
but but here's the thing so um there are certain things that have sort of fallen into place over the past few years that weren't there before so like you know most of the laundry she'll take care of um most of the dishes she'll take care of i do a little bit right i'm a very like I said, anal retentive person. So I'm really, really good at stacking dishwashers. It's like Tetris, right? I get all that stuff in there. So, okay. Then question real quick to stop you because that's what I do best. Apparently, uh, to stop you, uh, you say these are tasks that you feel you have to do or want to do, or is that you are, are like supposed to do? No, no, no. So, so these are tasks that just have to be done. Right. And she well, happens to do them. So they have to be done, but like you say, like how you're kind of anal attentive about certain things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, like I can't. so you say that you do those because of that, or oh yeah, like I can't. Is that the understood that that's why you do that? Well, I, little things for me, like I can't go to bed with a dirty dish in the sink. Like that is not going to happen. Surprisingly, ever. that used to be so hard for me. I've actually, I've, I've you've loosened up. A little I've bit? loosened up a little bit. Right, I have well, loosened up a little bit, but it's still I can't. It can't sit there very long. No, I can't. And if it. it is, it's a it's like a Mexican standoff because I'm tired of doing dishes one day or something. And I there want, you go. I want so her it's to not, do that. It's not that it doesn't bother you. It's that you're like you're trying to the point. I, I uh, yeah, see. That, I see. That, that's the yeah, only. So reason. for me, so for me, like dishes in the sink, I can't do um, anything that has been switched loads in the laundry machine. Like that's got to be done before bed. I can't do it. We got the dryer going, but the dryer is the only thing that can be doing. It's the last stage. Unless right? it comes to life or blows up. Yeah, exactly. Or explodes. I can't. I, my my kids' toys out. I can't do that shit. Like that, they've got to be put away, period, all stop. I'll go, I, I won't sleep. I literally, Brian, I will not sleep. I, I don't I'll think I can survive over here, actually. So it's, maybe I won't be sleeping. It's bad. It's bad. Where we record this podcast, actually, is like the messiest I allow myself to be. And that's only because we have the opportunity for a little bit of extra space. But I can tell you this. Um, I am so grateful to my wife for what she does. But she does it in this really, really funny way that only she could do it. So, example, um, every once in a while, right, we'll have a stack of things that need to be ironed that'll sort of build up. Like the laundry's done, the shirts are done, but we don't, we don't use dry cleaning. So I've got a whole bunch of what say like, you know, button up Oxford sort of shirts that are stacked ready for ironing. When my wife does those, right, I'll come home and there'll be, I don't know, eight, nine, 10, 15, whatever it is, shirts hanging across the doorways throughout the upstairs of our house, right? Ready to be put in the closet. Oh, your wife does that too. Oh yeah. So it's not, it's not that she doesn't know where they go. But they're it's not, not drying. They're, they're already ironed. Oh no, ironed. no. They are ironed. They're ironed they ready to go. Ready. Okay. They're, okay. Like even See, ours are drying because we don't really have no, a lot no, of space. No, 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 so, dude. So they block our doorways. Not only, not only are they dry and pressed and ready, they've even got like the second button down so they don't fall off the hanger. Oh wow. Right? Oh yeah. They're ready. But they're there to make sure that I know that she did the ironing. <laughs> Every time, <laughs> every time, it's hilarious. So I come home like, oh, whoa, whoa, hey, honey, thank you so much for doing the iron. She's like, oh, I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> right? And then I'll, I'll just get them and hang them up in my oh, closet. Oh, yeah. She's smart. Oh, Your wife is so yeah. smart. Your wife is so smart. Yeah, it's very much um, like when she empties the dishwasher, right? She's always just finishing when I'm pulling in. Don't, always. Hey, don't worry. I think I know somebody that has a kid that would be a great play date for, for Chloe. Your house will be spotless. 
Oh yeah. I, I feel like they may even have another sibling. So you may you you may have an army over here. <laughs> I like it. My little worker bees. <laughs> Let's go. You just have them make sure they clock in when they you know they they show up. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. You tell me when. I'll buy a third Swiffer. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> Yeah, and then you then send them to my place, right? We're good. So, all right. Well, uh, I I'm just gonna say this: it, it's it is first world problems. You know, it, it we are so grateful for the people in our lives and, and things that are going on. You know, things are not never perfect, but if you guys have ever had you know a crazy appliance issue or something, because you know some people I know have, and all of a sudden, like the only fridge or the only oven that they use just is is done. You know, let us know how you dealt with this because I, I promise you, you probably dealt with it a lot better than we did. I keep hearing that these things come in threes. My whole life, I've heard that. They so, come so in who's going to be who's going to be next? Right? Well, I have my three. I have my three. My wine fridge. Blew oh, I thought up. you meant my like three, three, up. three no, my people. My dishwasher blew up, right? Oh well, don't tell me that because that means I got one more to go. I know you got one more to go. So What's we had we be? had the washer, we got the wine. Oh, I don't even want to know what's gonna. And I'd happen like to next. know. I'd like to know where the hell that expression comes from. They come in threes because I'm comedy. convinced. Comedy, that was, comedy, that's the curse. Comedy comes in threes. Comedy comes in threes. Yeah, comedy comes in threes. So you so you have the you have the. There's nothing fucking funny about my appliances blowing up, Brian. <laughs> what's going on with this? Comedy comes in threes. You just did it. You just said comedy comes in threes. Beat, punchline. The beat doesn't count. <laughs> yes, it does. The beat totally counts. Then Christopher Walken comes in fifties. Because, <laughs> like you know, it's one, two. <laughs> oh yeah, beat three. Three, yeah. Dog. I don't know. Four, five, six. <laughs> like my God. No, all right. So you look at you look at the Trinity in threes. Oh, it's good. Bring Th up the Holy Trinity. It's fine. <laughs> Three-leaf clovers. I mean, no, sorry. They're four-leaf clovers. Well, that, that must be the booze talking. And you know what? Speaking of that, my glass is getting a little low. Yeah, you're due for a refill. We should probably wrap this up. I'm so happy that you came over, man. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you guys for tuning in. If you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Check us out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or go to www.neighborsdontknock.com. And we got a great guest coming up next week. You're not going to want to miss this. Professional voiceover actor and entrepreneur John Paul Stevenson is going to join us. You know him as the voice on the start of our show. We can't wait to get him on there. Uh, we owe him so much. We are psyched up. All right. We'll see you next time. Peace. Out. <laughs>